Welcome to On The Turnbuckle on mypodcasthouse.com. I've started really well. That was the music of Rey Mysterio, which won our listener poll on Facebook, defeating Lex Luger. Lyle, welcome. Oh, how you going, mate? Uh, Booyaka Booyaka? Is I, that the one that won it? I, let's face it, Tony will edit this and he could put anything in. Yeah, he's, yeah. He's not the brightest guy in the world. I can say these things about him when he's not here. Where is he tonight? Um, I don't know. I knew he was, I, I, he was coming in and I messaged him today to say, I'm really looking forward to tonight's episode. I think it's going to be great. And he's, the response I got was, can you talk on the phone? I'm like, well, yes, I'm capable of talking on the phone. And he told me he wasn't coming in because he's emceeing something. He should be emceeing the podcast. Well, yes, I rely on him emceeing the podcast yeah. because, uh, as well, you could hear, my introductions are not great. Well, your fourth attempt tonight. <laughs> was it four? <laughs> yeah, I think there was it's four. Two more than usual. Excuse me. Oh, that's uh, that's going to be in the show. Oh, the microphone's on. Yeah. Um, All right. We haven't even introduced you yet. <laughs> I'm not even up to that part. So, shh. <laughs> this is a brilliant... Um, if you want to subscribe, if you want to support us, subscribe on iTunes. Leave a review. Uh, last week's episode, Lyle, we had uh, the MCW Heavyweight Champion. Yeah, Gino had him in here for a while. It was uh, probably our long, definitely our longest interview yet. And uh, we yeah. can talk. It's fair to say. Well, yeah, and better than the last time you and Tony caught up with him. Well, I wasn't at that episode. So, oh, well, Tony I think definitely. I was seeing something. Yeah, <laughs> fifteen years ago, where he's on SEN and he didn't say boo. So. He's definitely uh, got away with words now. But no, really good. The feedback's been great as well. Yeah, it cost us a bomb at dinner, but I'll wear that. Uh, they were good steaks. <laughs> I'll give you that. Um, and the lovely voice you heard earlier is our special guest tonight. <laughs> was that a voice? <laughs> well, it was a noise. You can pretend it is. <laughs> it was the, one of the... I've been thinking about how we introduce our guest tonight because... She's one of the best young wrestlers in the country, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Our opinion. <laughs> and welcome, Avery. Hello. Happy to be here. If there's any consolation, I think me burping is like several people's ringtones at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be our promo for the show now. <laughs> the introduction. <laughs> yes, well, um, I'm a bit lost at the moment. I'm a bit lost for words, which is common. Have a habit of doing no, that to people. It's definitely not. <laughs> Uh, Lyle, do you have a question to I'm start just, with? Yes, I do. All right, hear me. I have a wedding coming up soon. Not my own. Ooh. I'm going to be a guest at. What's your thoughts on me getting disgustingly, inappropriately shit-faced at this wedding? <laughs> I can do absolutely nothing but support it. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely nothing but support it. I remember like, when I tweeted that. It was because I walked into work and they're like, "Okay, we're going to be hosting a wedding." I'm like, you know, we j- I just work at a bar. And then little did I know it was going to be like the ceremony and the ring bearing and everything and like the entire wedding was actually there. I'm just like, well, looks like I'm getting inappropriately drunk today. (laughs) (laughs) Well, getting paid to get drunk is a good thing. Drink for free there. It's like the best job I could ever ask for. (laughs) Well, it's an open bar. I'm not getting paid though, but an open bar. I can still get it. (laughs) Open bar? Yes. That's rarity these days. Yes. Who are the rich people getting married? Jesus Christ. They are Italian, if that helps. Doesn't help me. I'm not invited. 
If you're not sober, well, like you could be four my plus later. one because I don't think my wife wants to go. You'll actually. be doing chicken dances too. Love. That's the best part of you taking weddings is everyone does the chicken dance. I'm gonna make him put the nut push on. Make it's it real Aussie wedding. Of Australian wedding. <laughs> 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 the song's like five, six, seven, eight, two, two. It's, like, seven. it's like the Australian icons. Yeah. <laughs> um, now you've got a black eye at the moment. Yes, that's a big old like doozy on my face. You can't miss. <laughs> so, uh, who gave you that? Um, I don't actually know. <laughs> it was either Candy Lee, Callie, or Indy. It was one of them. I definitely, or- I know I got it hit during the match and then I, cause I felt it. <laughs> and then like during my match with Candy. And I think definitely in the pull apart, it got knocked a few more times and I was just like, yep, now I'm definitely can't see. <laughs> and that could have, could have really been by anybody because you did jump off the balcony onto... I did, but I definitely winded myself then. <laughs> so you can see me just rolling in pain. <laughs> I just copped a row in the stomach. I was um, standing right next to where you jumped from, and uh, it was impressive. Oh, beautiful. Thank Sorry, you. Sorry, Thank you. Thank to you. steal your, your line. Um, oh, I was still at Thunder. Those, those glow shows uh, are a lot of fun, and it feels like oh, yeah. you girls have more fun doing those shows than even the regular ones because, I don't know, you talk about them a little bit. Yeah, well, I, it feels like our own little private type of show. That's why I think it's so much fun because it's also not the traditional wrestling, Melbourne City wrestling crowd, so you can experiment a little more. I mean, everyone in the audience is, like, dressed up in drag and, like, I remember I walked past and I saw some, like, big butch men in lingerie and pink wigs and I'm like, love it. <laughs> so it's just, it's a little bit more outlandish of just, like, you can get creative and gross and I love it. Yeah, um... And that show's already up online if anyone wants to watch it on Encore, on MCW Encore. Yeah, MCW Encore. Yep. That's a very quick turnaround. Very, very quick turnaround. <laughs> oh, I saw it. I was watching it on the way here, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll be watching it tomorrow probably. But, you, know. <laughs> you were there live. I was. I was. And uh, what was it like working with Candy Lee? We had her on a couple of weeks ago. So, like, I once I finished up the match and I was talking to, like, probably the first person I talked to afterwards, I think it was Lord Andy Quayne. Oh, he looked at me and he was just like, that was one hard-hitting match. You would have loved it. <laughs> I'm just, I was like, yes, I did. I actually had a lot of fun. I was fairly nervous going into it. I've never wrestled her before. I've never been in the ring with her. And, yeah, the very first time we popped in the ring together was in that match. And I think I barely saw her for an hour beforehand and just kind of jumped in the ring and gave it a shot and I had no, no idea what to expect. And the second, I think the second she threw her first hit and like whipped me off the the second rope into the ground, I just felt a big thud. I'm like, okay, all right, this is what's happening. Let's go. And it was from that, I'm just like, this is going to be a lot of fun. This is going to be good. The spot where she caught you and uh, then put you into the slam. Um, oh, yeah. Is that was um, spot. That was... A little bit surprising. <laughs> it was a little bit surprising. She doesn't look that like as strong enough to just physically stop me midair and then fling me backwards. But I mean, it happened, and then the next thing I know, it was upside down, and, and I was like, oh, "Okay, ow." <laughs> uh, yeah, it was. It was actually a really enjoyable show, and your match was one of the highlights of it. As was oh, the pull apart brawl at the end, where you insanely jumped off the balcony. Uh, I recommend anybody <laughs> who hasn't seen it to catch. To catch it. it was Catch really me fun. falling again. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Well, did get shared a lot on, on Twitter. I think I was, there. it was just me who shared it like 400 times. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, look at it, everybody, look at it. <laughs> look, I did something dumb. <laughs> so you mentioned that you hadn't worked with Candy Lee before. It's her first time in Australia. Um, but you hadn't, uh, you hadn't really spoken much before the match, uh, which is interesting, like you had such a good match. But you've got a few girls who you got in the ring with a lot and you've got amazing chemistry with. And I'm talking about uh, you probably wrestled Erica more than anybody else. Yeah. So, yeah, Erica and I kind of came onto like the same kind of scene at the same time. So to start off with, but we were still learning ourselves, learning our, who we were in the ring, who we were, just, you know, what works best for us. We were put together a lot, um, a lot on smaller shows and then just slowly started to progress. So I think... She's been one of the most fun people to be in the ring with purely because it's like we just were learning at the same time. Like we would discover, like as we we're learning ourselves, we we're learning each other. And it was, yeah, every time, every time I get in the ring with her, it's something different. Every time I get in the ring with her, you know, we bring a little bit more, a little bit. <laughs> I think the last match we had, we ended up just like beating the crap out of each other for was about. Was that No, uh, Warzone. Warzone. Yeah, yeah no, like, I think it just finished with us beating the crap out of each other and she flung each other backstage and then, yeah. So it's going to be a lot of fun next time I get in with her because I, <laughs> I think every match I've got at the moment, I'm just in for an absolute whopping. <laughs> but I just love it that you learnt together and everyone in, definitely everyone in Victoria has seen you wrestle a lot of times probably, but it's still a match that you see on the card and look forward to because both of you have developed at such a rate that when we ha- we speak to wrestlers and ask them, you know, who are the, the girls to watch in the country, both of your names always come up. I love that. <laughs> uh, it's just a matter of time before we finally, like, put aside our differences and team up and decide to kill everyone together. <laughs> but, until, <laughs> I'll be like, but until then, let's beat the crab out of each other. <laughs> and the other one's Vixen. Yeah, 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 definitely. With the suicide dive she did on the oh, on the weekend, it's absolutely nuts. So I've been on the other side of one of her dives. It was um, painful. <laughs> <laughs> but you and her have got really good chemistry. Definitely. Yeah, she was the first person I've kind of had my big debut with years and years ago. Like the one of on a back when it was called OCW. It's a daunting uh, first match. Yeah, you're telling me. <laughs> and I only got the spot because somebody pulled out, and it was probably about a week out of the show. And she mess. I remember she, was, she messaged uh, Gabby. She messaged Gabby, and she's like, "Someone pulled out of the show. Do you reckon Avery's ready yet?" And he's like, "Oh yeah." <laughs> She'll be right. And so he asked me, he's like, you, you want to get in the ring? And I was like, oh, do, do I? Yes, of course. Let's get in the ring. And uh, I think it's my, still my favourite picture, the one that still scares shit out of my mum. It's just like her a metre up in the air, just landing. And I'm just laying there flat, squished. It's just, it's just, it was pretty, yeah, daunting walking into that first match because she just flicks into this insane human she comes out she looks like a killer she hits like a killer i was petrified i'm not going to lie (laughs) because like you know we're walking around blah blah blah, backstage and everything's fine everything's lovely she's a lovely lovely blah 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 person and then she just walks out the curtains and she screams and turns into this absolute (laughs) mad woman you're like oh god it's too late to run (laughs) but you've done some crazy spots with her recently even i know you did the the table with barbed wire and a cactus at Wrestle Rock. 
Uh, the cactus was definitely not my idea. Uh, <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> just putting it out there. Does it suck as much as I think it sucks. I uh, I think because like, it's invisible, like you don't see the little pricks of it until you're like you're crawling on your hands and knees around like the stage, and you're like, oh my god, it's like in your hands are covered in this little cactus because you can't see it. You yeah. can't see those little pricks until they're in you. Oh. And when you're sweating in any plant, on your skin, when you're sweating, oh it's, god, it's, it's not, not fun. So cactus, it's got to be. It's not fun. I think it's twice now she's brought out a cactus during the match. And you see it and you're just like, oh, Jesus Christ, here we go. <laughs> Her face went into that cactus. <laughs> <Yeah>. Twice. <laughs> are, you, are you hesitant when spots like that come up or you just want to dive into them to see no, what the outcome would be? I'm a massive, hardcore deathmatch fan. So unfortunately, the second I start seeing some sharp things, I get really excited. <laughs> it's a little bit worrying for my mother, but <laughs> we get there. It's fine. I've lived. <laughs> Someone's going to hear that and... Books and uh, lots Oh, please, matches. for the love of God. Oh, Anyone go. that will let me use these dumb things, book me. God, <laughs> I was like, I get there and it's like, what am I allowed? What do you use? Can I do this? Can I do this? Can I do this? I was like, settle down, woman. And it's funny because like with the with death matches, you feel like you've seen most spots on with hardcore matches, but you and a, you and um, Erica <laughs> had a really inventive spot on the first uh, Underworld show. Yeah. With the screwdriver that was then stolen by the WWE. Oh, I'm so proud of that. <laughs> I'm so <laughs> proud that it was stolen. Um, uh, do you want to talk us through the the screwdriver through the ear piercing? Yeah. Well, she has a stretcher in her ear, hole in her ear. So I saw that we have a screwdriver, saw that she has a hole in her ear. I'm like, what a vulnerable place. <laughs> It's like, oh, two and two together. Let's just give it a whirl. And then, like, I remember, like, I shoved it through. And then I was like, all right, done, you know, finished my fun. And then I went to take it out and it just didn't come out with with my hand that I was pulling. I just kind of dropped it there. I'm like, it's your problem now. (laughs) Uh, Luckily, she does piercings for a living, I'm sure. Yeah, I was like, you know how to take that out better than I do. It's it's fine. You'll be okay. She's sitting there screaming in agony. So it's like, you'll be fine. <laughs> and uh, who, who alerted you to the fact that uh, Dave Meltzer had written about it? Oh, who sent it to me? Someone sent it to me online. I don't have name of them. Oh, someone sent it to me online and they're just like, hey, look, you know, it's, it's written up that someone that I was like actually informed that they stole the spot after you guys did it and like <laughs> freaking out that it was acknowledged. <laughs> That's pretty cool for you, Well, she Two people in this room have been in the Observer. Yes. <laughs> I'm okay with that. Yeah, you're okay with that? Okay. <laughs> I don't read the Observer, so. <laughs> the railroad, like that the didn't I? Yeah, oh, that's... sorry. I was trying to get myself over. I've been in the Observer too. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> no, yeah, you care. The show was on, was mentioned in the Observer. That's enough. Yeah, that, that was all right. My last name wasn't. Um... <laughs> At least you've got one. I don't have one. It's just my single Do you want name. me to ask a question? No, that's all right. All right. You mentioned Outback Championship Wrestling. Yes. That's uh, a lot of newer fans to the Australian scene came in with those guys, bringing out a lot of international talent at the time. Yeah. How did you guys find the shows from the from your side of it? Um, backstage, a little bit daunting. <laughs> you know, you're backstage with these old massive WWE star names and they're just, you know, just like anyone else walking around with their headphones in, you know, going through things in their head and it's 
daunting because I'm sitting there trying to do the same and all I can think of is like, holy crap, holy crap, in the same room as Melina, holy crap, holy crap. Holy crap. <laughs> so, so it's, again, yeah, it's just pretty much daunting until you realise they are, you know, people and <laughs> they're doing the exact same thing as you here at the moment and that's also it's pretty daunting. <laughs> so it's it's just How surreal. You at the time? You're 18 at the time? Uh, yeah. Oh, probably... About 17, 16, uh, yeah, 70, about 17 when I was on my first um, Outback show and just surreal. Like, I st- it still doesn't feel real when you're backstage with these people. Like, it still doesn't. I don't think it's something that I'm going to get used to <laughs> at all, to be honest, but it's just, yeah, awesome. <laughs> Freaking awesome. <laughs> no other ask way to put it, to be honest. <laughs> so uh, on MCW shows, you spend a lot of time with a certain tag team. Ah, oh, my favourite. I feel like I am the Brat Pack's biggest fan over here. <laughs> Do you want to talk about how the Brat Pack came about and um, and with uh, Mitch and Nick, like how much you guys support each other and how happy you are when you get successes, you know, like, outside of the Brat Pack and outside of MCW as well? We pretty much hit it off straight away. Like we all had the same drive. You had the great chemistry. We're all pretty... Bogan, <laughs> to put it blatantly. <laughs> We're all pretty grubby and it's – the way – I mean, we don't put on an act when we're, like, speaking to each other the way we do. Like, it's all like that. Like, they call me Aves backstage and they'll be like, oh, Aves! I'm like, oh, I what? <laughs> so it's pretty much, yeah, we hit it off straight away with three people with big goals and a big drive and um, it pretty much, yeah, came about because of that purely and they're just like well here's like three of the same people why don't you we just make them put them together and see how it goes and I don't think it intended to be as like big as it was or big as it still is like us three together but it worked it clicked we and they're yeah they say they're my biggest supporters like I second I come backstage after a match you know they're the ones sitting there with big grins on their face like oh it's Right, you did so good and every time I'm ringside and I see them doing some amazing crazy shit and I'm, I feel like such a clucky mother hen just like that's my boys <laughs> just feel like so happy about it just makes me so happy yeah and it feels like for the crowd you can actually see that there's actually real care between the three of you I know when we had Mitch in the studio and we mentioned the Brat Pack his face lit up talking about both you and Nick mm. and I feel like that's that really comes across. Because oh, I was such a big fan of both of them before I even got to know them, before the Brat Pack was pitched. I knew them from, like, NAW, and I saw, like, Nick around. And, and yeah, I'd worked with um, Mitch and NAW, who I worked with, but being yeah. around backstage. And so, like, I knew of them, and I was huge fans of what they did before I even was paired with them. So when it was pitched, I was just ecstatic. It was, like, absolutely not a doubt in my mind that we would, yeah, kill it and hit it off. And it's an awesome, like thing to be able to get onto those mcw cards as, as young workers yeah because um, we're all the, just young and hungry you that's what that it was opportunity and the fact that you've all all three of you have used that platform to kick the door down and, and make yourselves the in, like integral parts of the show i believe like the the two of the top three matches at the next mcw show involve the brat pack yeah it's it's pretty insane to think about it that way but I guess it just kind of is what happens when you're, yeah, three young, hungry people who just kind of fight for the spot we want to deserve. Like, are we willing to give it our all and killing anyone in a way? Beautiful. 
Uh, you mentioned the upcoming shows on the 16th, Clash of the Titans. You oh, yes. you wanna, you're looking forward to your big match? I am so excited for that one. It is probably, yeah, like my biggest in my head. I'm just, oh, I can't put into words how bloody excited I am to get in the ring with those two. Oh. So <laughs> We're going to rip you, each other's hair out. The three of you think that it's your division. Well, I think it's my division. I know it's my division. I fought for that place. I've trained bloody hard. I've, I mean, they're both off travelling the world, doing whatever they want to do, and I'm sitting there earning my guts and putting in the hard yards at MCW. So they can travel the world and airy-fairy around in Germany and America, and I can destroy people in the ring in MCW and earn my place, and I've claimed it. Definitely like sounds like your division then. <laughs> Damn right. <laughs> uh, but I did enjoy when you were f- um, you were wrestling Kellyanne earlier or late last year, and you were doing the Kellyanne cosplay. <laughs> Anything to piss her off, to be honest. <laughs> um, I mean, it worked. Yeah. Pissed her off. <laughs> she and did look. Her. She did look pissed off too. Yeah. It no. It's I managed to get in her head. I managed to irk around. God, I just love playing with it. I love just annoying people. <laughs> it's just it's fun to just play around with her. It's so easy to stir her up. <laughs> so well, you heard it here first. Avery saying that Kellyanne takes herself too seriously. Is that right? Oh, when you want to put it that way. <laughs> You could definitely say that. God, it's so easy to play with her. <laughs> it is going to – look, the three of you are going to belt the crap out of each other. and No doubt in my mind. Which, I mean, we have twice now the three of us just beat living shit out of each other. So, I mean, my match with Indy screwed me over, so I yes. got her back by beating the shit out of her. And then <laughs> Kelly decided to nose her way in there, and so she wants to ruin my chances at killing Indy. She can get destroyed I, as well. What I, the Glow Show, uh, you had the big fight and it took about 20 people to pull the three of you apart. It's um, going to be a lot more fun when there's the no one was, between I us. The was over <laughs> and I went out the back to get some, to cool down a little bit and no, the fight was still going out in the... <laughs> Out in the smokers area. <laughs> it did surprise me because after I jumped on everyone and I was just like, oh, yeah, you know, felt pretty proud of myself but, you know, as I knocked them all down and the next thing I know, Callie's freaking jumped on me. She's beaten the shit out of me. You know? So I'm like, all right, it's turning into a brawl now. You want to fight? So we had a bit of a tumble and then, uh, yeah, I think Indy was pretty destroyed at one point. I just remember watching the tape back and I just see her like curled up in a corner and I'm just like, all right. <laughs> yes, uh, definitely not to be missed. If you haven't got a ticket yet for that show, get online and, uh, and buy one Come now. Come see some violence. If you're in a state, fly in. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> you're international, fly in. The whole world should be there. <laughs> and then this weekend uh, you'll be at Underworld for yes. the season finale. Um what are your thoughts on Underworld, like in particularly a character like Lord Mark Williamson, who appears to be trying to puppet master everybody? I mean, he's trying to puppet master people, but honestly, he's just a little coward. Like, he reminds me just like a snake. 
like a little snake. A venomous <laughs> snake or one of those ones? No, that ones that oh, he reminds me of like the snakes that are like fluoro colors that like scream poisonous, but they're definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> when, when Mark hears this, these are just your opinions, they're not ours, yes? Oh, I can't wait. You can come yeah. approach me about them. Come get me, Mark. <laughs> so we won't be seeing you join the claw at any time soon. Ooh. I don't know. I do find the hoods pretty cool. Like, I'd like to wear one of those robes. I just want to wear one. I think that's the only reason I'd be joining. <laughs> you can cool do what Daniel Bryan did and, like, I want to know join if, yeah. and then just I want to, to wear the clothes. Yeah, I want to see if, like, do I get my own? Is it custom fit? Do I have to make it? Can I... <laughs> Pretty sure you can, can buy put, them online. Can I have like a cutout where my bar, where my ass is, and just like have my ass showing? <laughs> <laughs> the idea of the hood is so that you're anonymous. I don't know if you. I don't know if that, I don't know if that works for you being in the hood. Like everyone's like, we know who that ass is. <laughs> seen that before. We know who that belongs to. Um, earlier was it earlier this year you were featured on the project. Yes, I was. Um, so, for anyone who doesn't know, the project did a piece on intergender wrestling. Yeah. And uh, came and filmed a wrestling match between you and Carlo. Yeah. At BCW. How did that come about and what was it like? And were you worried about the way wrestling would be portrayed at all? Oh, I was shit scared. Oh, I think it, like even backstage before I went out, I'm like, this is a mistake. This is a mistake. Why, why am I doing this? This is a big mistake. Oh, I'm going to ruin wrestling forever. Because <laughs> like, you have no idea how like things are going to be portrayed over media. You have no idea how, like, for instance, I say a lot of a lot of dumb things. So I'm putting myself in limelight of media. I feel like it's just a neat, dumb idea. <laughs> Here I am speaking. Yeah, three times or Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this is actually our, like, 12th take. No, um... So, oh, yeah, oh, I was bloody petrified. I was. Like, I, I was overthinking it to the point, yeah, I was just like, this is the worst idea, Carlo. What am I doing? So he put out, he did his um, open contenders match. I don't, honestly don't think anybody was expecting me to come out, So, which is probably what I loved the most about it. He said <laughs> it's the biggest pop he's heard anyone get at BCW. Oh, he just likes to blow smoke up my ass. <laughs> 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 but, no, um, it's lovely. It was a good art. It was a good story, and I think um, there's always a danger with um, probably the most left-wing news program on free-to-air TV, which would be the project that they might have taken it down a path where you didn't want it to go. Yes, but I thought they treated it with a lot of respect. Oh my god, I was just absolutely stoked with how it turned out and like the way they did portray it. And I mean. Intergender wrestling is a touchy topic to a lot of people, like you know. So it was something which I mean, who someone who doesn't have a whole heap of public, very public intergender matches, I was kind of sitting there like, why do I have? Why am I the advocate for this? Like, <laughs> why am I on TV for this? Like, I don't have that. Like, don't get me wrong, I train with dudes. I've you know wrestled dudes all the bloody time. So it was didn't phase me in the slightest. But yeah, for someone who doesn't have like a lot of public intimate gender matches like super out there that I was you know I was absolutely spitting chips but I mean I couldn't have asked for a better way they portrayed it to be honest I couldn't have asked for a better little segment were you happy with the match oh my god I was he he didn't go easy on me and that was one thing I was a bit (laughs) a bit worried about and I'm like oh you know with the whole tv thing is he gonna you know, is he going to pull back yeah. a little bit? No, he let me have it. And I probably mean, let him have it. So it was so much fun. I'm super happy with how the match turned out. And I mean, like, 
he's been my trainer for like over a year now. So it was just so much fun to finally have that match with him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we, we spoke to him a couple of weeks ago and yeah, like, well, she said he was very high on you with the, with him training you, how much confidence did that give you to actually be in front of that big crowd and that audience with him? Heaps, 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 heaps. Like, I just pretty much felt invincible, like, <laughs> doing the ring with him because, I mean, obviously he's a hell of a lot stronger than me. So he knows my moves. He taught me them. <laughs> he knows me better than anyone in the ring. He taught me what I know. So, I mean, I had to try and pull out some stops, which, I mean, like, he didn't know, which was obviously you can watch it back and realise that no, he knew everything I was doing. <laughs> and he's like, I think he, yeah, would, like, stop me mid-flip mid and he's like, nope, up in the air, suplex, like, threw me around. So it was, I mean, I was on cloud nine, just bloody stoked. Just couldn't, couldn't wipe the grin off my face. <laughs> you mentioned that Carlo has been training you for over a year. Mm. And um, we were talking before we started recording and mm. you were talking about some of the um, lengths that you were going to to get trained as a younger worker um, living in yeah. Geelong. Uh, do you want to talk a little bit about, you know, how much time traveling a week at stages you've been putting in just to train before you'd even had a match? Yeah. So for about two years, I was still in high school and I was training probably about three and a half hours by train ride. And it was a really dodgy area. I'm going to say I met some absolute characters on a train at two in the morning in the middle of the city. I mean, my mum, you know, was, was the one that picked me up at 3 a.m. at the train station every night and brought me home. And so it's just, Your oh mum sounds awesome. My mum is an absolute darling. I would have never done that if my kid ever like, could no, pick a closer sport. But, yeah, I think it was at points I was, yeah, travelling about seven hours a day to go train. Um, all by just public transport because it's only like, like, like I said, between the ages of 14 and 16. Um, and then after for about two years traveling, about three and a half hours up, three and a half hours, half hours back, I started training at school even further away. So I was traveling about five hours. It was so much quicker to catch the ferry. <laughs> so much quicker <laughs> to catch the ferry. But I also didn't want to spend 150 bucks every time I wanted to go <laughs> yeah. to a training school. So, yeah, at points I was travelling about oh, 10 hours, five hours up, five hours back to go train in, yeah, all the way in, was it Mornington Peninsula? And it wasn't until I started training around Sunshine Area. Um, so that was only roughly for a few oh, months. Only two trains. Yeah, <laughs> no, that was that felt like nothing. It was only about two hours up. I was like, Jesus, I am living the dream. I am so close. That's a dodgy area as well, but <laughs> yeah. So I think that was the one which I couldn't actually catch the trains to. <laughs> I think the, my mum drew the line there. Yeah, she's like, <laughs> yeah, she's like, I think we draw the line there, but. <laughs> So, yeah, at the moment now I can actually drive. It's, I'm only travelling anywhere between about hour and a half, two hours up to where MCW Academy and Carlo School and stuff. So, vicious pursuit. When you, when you were travelling three and a half hours and five hours, how, how much ring time were you getting before having to get back on a... A train. Oh, I mean, I was spending so much time traveling, like so much more time traveling than actually yeah. in the ring, especially because once you're in the ring at the school, you know, you've got to compensate for anywhere between like five to seven people who are also in the ring with you. You also traveled to train. So it's like you can't sit there and be selfish. Like, I trained. I deserve more training. I was here. <laughs> I went so much further. So it was, 
uh, I mean, if I've got to say, now looking back on it, the first three years, I probably could have just mm, skipped those completely. <laughs> Wouldn't have mattered. Gives you a good story. Like, yeah. Like I can sit there and be like, yeah, I'm super dedicated. When you, write, when you get a ghostwriter to write your book for you. Uh, <laughs> it's just myself. Like. <laughs> um, and now uh, Vicious Pursuit, they've, they're opening a new uh, venue very soon, I believe. Yeah, I think they just moved. I haven't been to the new place yet. Um, I've, I mean, I'm super bloody excited too. I think it was only about last week they moved. Yes. And I don't then, even know if they've had their grand opening yet, to be honest. No, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so at all. So they've just moved again. So super new. I'm keen to see the new place. If it's, I mean, if it's anything like the last ones, I know it'll have a big gym and then Carlo's weights and stuff will be there and we'll have enough room for him to yell at everyone to do some drills. <laughs> he told me it's awesome. So I'll be like, who am I to disagree with him? Yeah. Yeah, right. I was... <laughs> Um, so, uh, talk about Indie Girls uh, in Perth, um, the show. You did that last year, am I right? Oh, is this about my tweets about Lena Cross? But that show's coming up again, isn't it, uh, this year? Are you on the show this year? Yeah, I am on the show this year. Um, the Indie Girls, I was last year the tournament I was in and then, yeah, I'm back again this year for their Big Girl Girls show, which, yeah, I mean, it's a like such a comfortable place. Like everyone backstage is so nice. Like they're just super cruisy. It's probably just one of the most laid back kind of places I've been to and everyone's kind of, I mean, I want to say the same as me, just super laid back and super just chill and it's so easy to get along with everyone there and that's why I just keep wanting to go back so much and plus I get the opportunity to wrestle people which I just can't say I would have an opportunity otherwise. I think like I had a match with like, yeah, Lena Cross and Madison Eagles and oh, terrible person i'm forgetting her name wasn't Paige's mum on the show next time as well like is she yeah oh my gosh see like it's just you meet people you're like you would never meet otherwise i don't think i would ever meet Paige's yeah, you probably mum should make friends with her <laughs> probably should make friends with her <laughs> you went to the premiere yeah the, i did a little wrestle on the week. premiere which yeah. was uh, pretty surreal like the music screwed up and no one was really really, really expecting to see some wrestling there so they all turned a corner it's like oh it's women fighting <laughs> Cool. Makes sense. Yeah. It'd be about women fighting. <laughs> Insane, right? It's blowing my mind. But yeah, that was a lot of fun. I also, I think I met like one of my favorite comedians there and I just squealed and ran <laughs> like a little Who bitch. Was it? Who was it? <laughs> Troy Kinney. <laughs> I was like one of my absolute favorite comedians ever. And I just turned the corner and he was there and I'm like, I squealed and I'm like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. And I'm like, I'm such a big fan. <laughs> Like, That's yeah, it. I saw you do that over someone you follow on Instagram on the Sunday. So yeah, <laughs> that is not I fair. I was kind of pissed <laughs> straight after the match. Yeah, I was kind of so pissed. Just kind of pissed. <laughs> so I'm kind of it pissed. It was hot in there. I also I think I yeah I do follow her on Instagram. I saw some like the dancing she does. Rachel. Yeah, I was also just some of the dancing she does, and then I saw her in person. I'm just like, oh my god, it's media brought to life. <laughs> Technology um, still baffles me. <laughs> but let's talk about let's talk about the heat because the last two shows in a row, I think you've fought on oh days that are over thirty five degrees that have no air conditioning. I do not cope well in the heat at all, unfortunately. So no, I'm, I'm, not, uh, I'm not built for that. The yeah. second it gets over thirty degrees, I'm just like in a puddle on the ground. <laughs> you know, like you have to like scrape me up with a shovel, kind of thing. So I mean, 
I was, was spending all the time in the fridge and then but I kept telling myself I can't keep staying in the fridge because by the time I have to get out there and wrestle I'll be passing out in the heat so it's, I mean it's no matter where you are in wrestling like in a ring you get stupidly hot anyways because yeah. you're running around exerting yourself and getting hit in the head a lot so it's no matter what you are going to be sweating profusely and exhausted, but when it just gets to that point of heat, you just hit this wall and it's just, oh, my God. What's the uh, mindset like backstage with all the girls when they know that you're all going to have to go out and work in this heat? Is that Was there complaining or was everyone like, no, nah, this is just what we're dealing with? Oh, it's pretty much just like eight people saying, oh, fuck, it's hot, over and over and over and over again. Yeah, it sounds like me. <laughs> that's about it. That's, that's all you hear. So I think it's just everyone's in the same wavelength of just, screw this, we're too hot to move. And, like, everyone looks like they've just done a match and the makeup's running and you're sweating and you're fighting. <laughs> I think that's good for your gimmick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God everyone looks like a mess like me. Ha <laughs> ha, you're all screwed. No. Pretty much, yeah, just a fight for who's in the fridge most of the time. <laughs> Thank God there yeah, is a I fridge. Was upstairs. <laughs> upstairs was the hottest part of the whole yeah. venue, and that's where the change rooms were. Yeah, and it's like all these people, I mean, obviously it's not a wrestling venue or like a venue like kind of that. Anyways, they don't have their own little change rooms. You've got to kind of share it with the EV's diner staff. <laughs> so, I mean, the chefs are coming through and they're just I like, excuse me, excuse me. Oh, they were so nice. They didn't even blame me for breaking one of their glasses, which I was just like, thank you. Yeah, I was about to say, yeah, <laughs> Did you break another one? Was that last time? Oh, no, I didn't break one last time. I broke one. I broke two the time before. <laughs> the ref's just like, don't take a bump on the floor. There's all this glass on the floor. I'm just like, don't tell me what to do. <laughs> we're making a hardcore yeah. match. <laughs> We're doing a hard Can't be worse than a cactus. I feel like oh. <laughs> I feel like Tali's made barroom brawls at Evie her new gimmick. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's oh two, yeah, two I'm down with that. <laughs> so um, it's why I stick to the ring when you can use the venue. <laughs> it's always good to make yourself a little niche on any show that you're on. <laughs> <laughs> then they have to book you. Mine's just doing the dumb spots. <laughs> I'll jump off that. Yeah, pretty much. It's like, what's the dumbest thing I can do here? <laughs> Let's go for some listener questions. Listener questions? Yeah. We need to get a lot for you. Ooh, ooh. We'll, actually, no, I want to talk about one more thing before we go to listener questions. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, something I forgot about. Um, social media. You ooh, mentioned yes. it earlier. Um, I noticed a post earlier this year uh, where you were asking people to remember when they send messages that they're if you wouldn't send this message to your sister and you want your mum to know that you were sending it. Basically, yeah. One of my biggest things is don't send a message to me that you wouldn't send to your mum. And I know to a lot of people that's like, well, I wouldn't say a lot of that stuff to my mum. It it's like, a lot actually, of I'm... sending dick pics to their mum. Yeah, no, I've got a, a lot of people sending pictures of the dick to their mum. It's just, just <laughs> weird. But no, I'm just, if you wouldn't send it to your mum, don't send it to me. And then I get a lot of responses like, what about half the stuff you say? It's like, you know, you're, would you say that to mum? And I'm like, actually, my mum, yes. I say that kind of stuff to my mum all the time. <laughs> she knows who she raised. <laughs> so it's like, that's my daughter. That's my, she's on the side like, that's my daughter with her ass. I love it. And I was like, oh, I love it. But yeah, no, it was just pretty much I'm all for a big joke. I mean, I am just one big massive piss take, don't get me wrong. So I love a joke. I love, you know, having a laugh. And But some stuff is just a couple of steps over the line. Like if forgetting that I am a human being and forgetting that I am a wrestler and just going straight to like – 
what's your top 10 fetishes? It's like, it's yeah. like, who, who, what? It's like, it's. It's like, Grandma, how did you meet Grandpa? Oh, he sent me a picture of his dick on the internet. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's not it's a like, I don't know what's, like, it's like, hmm, I find that girl attractive. Wonder if she wants to see a picture of my penis. <laughs> it's like, it's like, is that a train of thought? I, guess, I don't know. I've never had, but I think Lyle does it a lot. But to me, you send yeah, it I send them to you. I don't know if people know this. Penises are ugly. It's like, it's like genitalia is not an attractive thing. It's the most attractive part of the human body. Like God knows, genitalia. So it's like, just there like. Are, there are, a vag. That's fucking gross. Like, there are more attractive parts of the body. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so it's, I mean, it's how to get blocked pretty much instantly. Don't get me wrong. But, well, yeah. I feel like Jordan Grace has made a, made a lot of money just selling a book of her DMs. I think that's something you could probably look at down the track. Oh, I don't I know think who, would who would publish it. Uh, me. <laughs> it's just kind of, it's like the list. Oh, it's just a published DM book. I, I could probably do something like that, but I think it wouldn't even be, like, funny. Most of the people would just look at it and be like, oh, God, <laughs> Jesus, you get this in your inbox. Yeah. I don't mind people asking for pictures in my feet. I think that's hilarious. It's like if you honestly want to see them, I mean, I'm sure you could find them somewhere. They're ugly. But just a heads up. Just rub, like, some crap in them. Make it, well, walk around the shopping center with no shoes, then take the photo and go, here you go. I might like that more. Oh, yeah. I don't wear shoes, to be honest. I think I own about two pairs of shoes, my Doc Martens and my runners. Oh, maybe three. <laughs> three. I own three pairs of shoes. And I go between the three. I think I was like f- maybe five to six years old and we all packed and went on holidays. And it was like a little caravan park we were in with the family we always used to go to. And everyone was like, oh, okay, everyone get ready. We're going out for dinner. I just didn't bring any shoes the entire holiday. My She's sister's <laughs> like that. She used, she used to work shoeless all the time. Yeah. Like, I live on a farm. I work on a farm. Like, and I walk around this farm with no shoes on. I'm like, I don't care that you're not wearing shoes, but we have snakes. Like, <laughs> pull yourself together. <laughs> so I just, it's so much easier without them. I've got such a thing of thick skin on my feet now. How many it doesn't matter. have you been told to pull yourself together in your life? Oh, God. I don't <laughs> I think people have stopped asking me that, to be honest. It's just like she's everywhere. It's, it's who she is now. Well, let's go with some list. We'll go with listener questions. <laughs> yes. Uh, well, you go first because I've lost where I am. All right. I've got a Caleb Oz Palmer from Twitter. How much wrestling do you watch not involving yourself or shows that you're on? Not involving myself? Yeah. Oh, God, no. No. <laughs> no, 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 no current wrestling or anything like that? I watch a lot of, I, I, it sounds really lame, but I only really watch wrestling when I'm doing like cardio at the gym because it makes me forget I'm doing cardio. <laughs> but I w- don't watch enough wrestling. I really don't. I know I need to watch more as in like I do enjoy watching it. And every time I start watching it, I get on this roll. And then, But it's only really certain people that I find super interesting at the time. It always changes. So I'll watch like a lot of one person and every match they've been in, everything that they've done in their life story from then till now. And then I'll kind of... bushwhacker what matches you can watch. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) But like, I think someone I'm really on at the moment is Priscilla Kelly. I'm really on her. We've been watching a shit ton of her and that's probably... She's very good. Yeah. Uh, And not just the controversy. She's good in the ring and 
the controversy is just getting her extra bookings. Yeah, no, I love it. I think it's like because the last thing she posted was just said, I'm gross. And I'm like, oh, love it. I You're can relate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just like, I love it. Yes. I want to be gross. <laughs> um, here's one from uh, Nick Collette on Twitter. He said, over the last several months, you've had a ton of success. How's it felt becoming one of the most popular wrestlers in Melbourne? <laughs> I'm going to say popular. Um, <laughs> the fans, I think um, you actually are one of the more popular wrestlers on the card. You oh, are. thank you. Oh, I doesn't feel like real at all, to be honest, because I live such an average kind of day-to-day life. I like a work, a regular job. I live so far out of the city on a farm. I'm very, like, disconnected from people in general. My only real, like, socialisation is on, like, onlines and stuff like that. So it's absolutely surreal. Then, yeah, you go up to places like Thornbury Theatre and there's and you go just go out to, like to the merch table and then about seven or eight people are there like oh my god Avery hello and it's like wait oh my god you're, you're coming to see me oh my god <laughs> so it, it feels just unbelievable I really want to sit here and get all cocky and be like yeah no it's great it's amazing but no it just does not feel real it yeah. surprises me and shocks me every time like my mum's like always like how were the fans how is like, well, how was it like it's and it's, yeah, it's still, it's like a crazy word for me to use the word fans, but yeah, yeah it's but you insane. Do, you, have, you, have, you have people buying t-shirts with your picture on it. Yeah, one day it'll kind of click in my brain that it's real, but for now I'm living in like fairyland. <laughs> I think that's what fans enjoy though, the fact that you're unaffected and when they talk to you, you're genuinely excited to have that interaction with them as well and feed off their excitement and I think that that it just, it just gets me so excited. <laughs> it's like, you can, like, even, yeah, talking about wrestling now, I just get more and more louder and more and more vivid and more, lots of just happiness. Like, it just gets me excited <laughs> and happy. <laughs> um, I've got one more from Twitter. Uh, Chris Thunder, if you could go to any promotion in Australia or New Zealand and face their women's champion, who would it be and why? I think my biggest one I want to do next is the PWA. Just because I haven't done that before and it's is freaking huge. And you look at the product coming from PWA and it's like, oh my God, it is insane. And to like, yeah, that's that's my next goal. I mean, <laughs> I mean I'll give it my shot to try and hopefully get there one day. I mean, because look at the women that freaking wrestle there. Like, I, my. Mad- massive, massive Madison Eagles fan. Who I the hell? Who the hell isn't? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, so it's like looking like women like that. You're just like, I would love to get beaten the crap out of by them. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a production line of women coming out of PWA. Yeah, the like they've got a lot of women there, which is in, like insane and crazy. Like a lot of women compared to, for say, other companies. But um, yeah, that's big goal there just because it's the products and the, the matches and everything coming out of there you just you it's everywhere it's everywhere yeah and i think if you're a woman and you live in sydney like and you want to train like i can get trained by madison yeah what you're gonna do <laughs> if, yeah and Robbie, it's like well, yeah how do you not how did you 
when you were going into training, do you see how long the train ride would be from Melbourne to Sydney <laughs> to go to train? You know, the, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to lie, actually. It was kind of, by the time I'd like get to the airport, fly there, it's probably about the same amount of time that it would be to like drive to one of the promotions. You get a bullet train, maybe. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Not they're a meant to, bad meant to idea. And you can say to all the young wrestlers, oh, back in my day. <laughs> back in my day. I used to go all the way to bloody Sydney to train. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, we have a question from Kevin Chiat. Uh, he asks... Um, which woman would you like to see booked to come down to MCW? I feel like he's asking that because he definitely knows I'm going to say Lena Cross. Uh, he was fishing for Lena. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Something about that woman just is amazing. I don't know. I'm like her biggest fan. Yeah, I'm looking I'm... forward to seeing her wrestle. She's coming over to wrestle at Showdown. I think it's just because, Erica yeah, and... she's just not like, I feel like everyone should know her. I feel like everyone should be, like, screaming her name and she should be booked everywhere, but it's also just she lives so far away. And she's not working at the biggest promotion in her state, so I feel like mm. I feel like that's another reason, like, she's just getting access to her work isn't easy. I did see she was announced for Showdown, and I remember I was, like, I think I was coming off that wedding that I was shit-faced at. <laughs> I, was, I was messaging this is Jay one of the fans and he was messaging him and I'm just like, somebody booked Lena and no one told me she's coming all the way down to, to Victoria and no one told me she was going to be here. And Find I was out like, who's got a show on the Friday. Try and get her booked on the double and yeah. the Sunday. And <laughs> I've already messaged. So I've, I've actually messaged promotions. Be like, do you know Lena Cross is going to be down in Victoria? <laughs> I already have. <laughs> I don't, even think, don't even think she knows I have. I was just like, surprise. She's, she's right now. Right. Oh, hopefully. I'm your biggest fan, Lena. <laughs> <laughs> um, awesome. Thanks for joining us. But we're going to ask you to stay while we do the rest of the show because Tony's not here and we do what we want when he's not here. Cool. I'll just, like, pipe in with really offensive remarks. The afterwards. Yeah, so exactly. <laughs> <laughs> cool. We'll have a quick break and uh, then we'll be back. Time to play the game. Time to play the game. <laughs> Welcome back to On the Turnbuckle. That was the music of Triple H, I hope, because Tony, as we said, could play absolutely anything. Yeah, definitely we're hoping because of uh, his promo on Raw, I'm assuming. Yeah, that's you, why you've you wedged it in you there. You wanted to talk about that, so I've made his music. Yeah, well, good choice. Uh, yeah, I really enjoyed his promo on the Tuesday night on Raw. Um, the heat and the passion, you could see it come across on the screen. Uh, yeah, and the work shoot style using uh, Richard Flair, Fleur, however you pronounce his real name, and um, yeah, talking about his real life stuff, like when he was, he almost died last year, and in hospital for four days. So I, feel, I re- yeah, I agree with you, and I think they're doing more work shoots at the moment because Ronda Rousey Ronda is pretty well. much doing work shoot promos, and everyone thought that it was, everyone thought it was shoot, which made me laugh. Yeah. But, um, I, I, I think that it adds fire to the show. Yeah, I, I do. You know, the only thing that really, I think they went maybe a step too far was bringing up Reed's death, you know, to push door. I know Charlotte and Rick probably have no problems with it. They're in the business and stuff like that. I feel, you know, yeah. Reed, other extended family, like it didn't make me feel comfortable. It sort of. Yeah, but uh, I do um, I, I do like a work shoot. I liked um, Lockie Hendricks did like a work shoot at um, MCW, and I think yeah. when you're sitting there watching a show, 
and um, and it's like oh, I know everything's a work, but but that part that part was real, and you're not sure. I think I, I think it adds. Oh, can confirm. Nya works him up so bad. Oh. <laughs> so yeah, fans. So give him the nya. Give him the nya because he gets so mad. He was upset at Tony for about half an hour. He was upset at Tony for a lot of things. Yeah. I support Lockie on that. <laughs> you were on a date with Lockie. Oh, that was so much fun. Any more dirty socks I can shove in his mouth? I am all about it. <laughs> well, now that now that um, the Brat Packer game changes, where does that leave you and Lockie? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe this is a ploy of Lockie's all along to get the Brat Pack on his side. That wouldn't think? surprise me. <laughs> the whole transformation, the pink hair... Get in the Uncle Paul. This is just all been another an elaborate date. ploy to get a second date with Avery. Yep. I mean, it's probably the most effort someone's ever gone to get on a date with me, so I've got to say, I accept. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, on the weekend, we spoke about Carlo Cannon earlier. He's your trainer. Um, yeah. One of your trainers now. But uh, <laughs> he, had an, he, he got injured pretty badly um, at the Warzone show. Yeah. Doing a very simple spot that he's already toned down and just a dive off the ropes. Yeah. Um, so Carlo's broken his leg and that's the third serious injury that he's had in the last 18 months, I think. And, um, yeah, so if you if you wanted to just send Carlo well wishes, I know that's been really helping him at the moment. Um, have, you've spoken he's, to Carlo. Yeah, yeah, no, I... Um I've been trying to talk to him yeah, as much as I can over the last few days. I think he went into surgery yesterday, I think it was. Um, yeah, pretty much all the support he can get because he does. He is someone who bounds off people around him a lot. So he's definitely took it very much to heart. Yeah, he wears off. his heart on yeah. his sleeve, Carlo. And he's such a good human being that uh, it's, it's actually not fair that he's had this run of bad luck. And hopefully... Yeah, if it's going to happen to anyone, These Jesus things Christ. happen in threes and that's it and... They're behind him, hopefully. But, um, yeah, shout out to Carlo anyway because we're a big fan of of his and he, one of our favourite episodes we've ever done was our interview with Carlo. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. So definitely deserves sh- some love, that man. <laughs> yeah, so shout out to Carlo. Hopefully he's out of hospital soon and back on his feet. He said about six, six, six months I think he should be back in the ring so the prognosis isn't as bad as what it possibly could have been yeah six weeks in a cast i think yeah i had a look at the x-ray snapped his one of his bones dislocated his knee so when they gave him so lots of loopy drugs to pop his knee back into place i mean it was all very funny (laughs) he told me they weren't giving him good enough drugs i went out he was (laughs) he was in i think he was in shock before i went out to my match because he was only like the two before me and then he had it and he was everybody was out there with levitating his knee, icing it and getting over, doing everything we can. I go out and come back and come back after the match and he's got the green whistle and he's uh, <laughs> so he's yeah. oh he's like he's off his off his rocker twenty minutes later and we're getting wheeled off. So And he's obviously in a in a hospital nowhere near his house. Uh, I told him he could make some money out of this if he releases some T shirts like a band tour. Yeah. They're like the hospital tour of Victoria that Carlos done. Basically. I think, um, I think I'd buy one. I oh, think yeah. buy one. A lot of people. That that mm-hmm. sell well. So, um, you have the venues on the back because he's yeah. at Geelong Hospital and he's had... Oh, they wouldn't let me record him on the loopy drugs. God, I wish I got that. <laughs> it's, my big, it's my only regret. 
hold that over his head. Well, the doctor <laughs> says he, he could be back wrestling in six months, so knowing Carlo, probably be four months. We told me soon. Oh, yeah. he'll be in training. <laughs> he'll be training around. in three weeks. He'll be running around on that <laughs> knee in like months. four weeks, and I'll be sitting there screaming at him, sit down, stop it. <laughs> I remember he told a story to us, though, when um, he was training with Lance Storm, um, and he took bumps for Lance while Lance was injured, and so Lance could keep teaching. So uh, if anyone wants to win Carlo over, take the bumps for him while he's still coaching people. <laughs> oh, I thought, be helpful. I thought you were leading to Lance Storm actually returning the favour and coming. Yeah, well, that'd be yeah. Lance. Uh, taking his training class for Carlo. <laughs> um, there's some other sad news during the week. Uh, King Kong Bundy passed away. Yeah, a big part of our... I don't know. Do we say our child? We're giving away our, our ages. Um, yeah, I think King Kong Bundy, obviously everyone... That knows is going to go to WrestleMania two, the with uh, Hulk Hogan, the big blue cage. That's what I associate yeah. with Bundy with just being a kid watching him get bounced around the ring by Hogan, um, and just remembering like you're a little kid and you're like, how can Hulk Hogan beat this big guy? Not realizing that Hogan's bigger than him. <laughs> yeah, but he, yeah, his character was really great. He was such an asshole, especially for. Little kids, so he was easy to boo. And, yeah, it's it's sad. Only 61. It's, it's very young. Too. Uh, he actually shaved his eyebrows so that he would look more menacing with no no hair on his whole body. Yeah. Like, and it, it just doesn't look right. He looks like a thumb. <laughs> but uh, he was so, like a, so you're saying he was a thumb wrestler? Yes. Yeah, well played. I think I did have a Bundy thumb wrestler. I used to make thumb wrestlers. Well, that's before. ironic. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But there was, I was about to call Meltzer out for a disrespectful tweet about Bundy's death, and I've called him a thumb while talking about him. So I'm probably going to skip that on, on the rundown. I've got Workshoot promos on twice, too. This is, you're just, this is for Tony, this rundown. You're trying to set him up. I told you, I thought he was. I thought he was doing the show. I'm just imagining the scene with like Danny DeVito when he's like covered in like sanitary oil, slipping down a bar. <laughs> I love, I love that show. We're talking about Always Sunny yeah. in Philadelphia, <laughs> uh, which is if you have. I'm upset at how many people have not seen this show. Oh, I make way too many references. I'm so glad you know what I'm talking about because it's like my favourite show of all time. It's all I talk about. And because they talk about wrestling a lot in it. Yeah. <laughs> Roddy Piper's in like four episodes. Everyone, everyone who watches it says I'm Charlie. They're just like, oh, Jesus Christ, you're Charlie. He's like, you talking about? No, you can read. Are you talking? Oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> a little bit. You've got about four. I've got about like four brain cells left bouncing around in there. <laughs> um, yeah, it's a good show. Uh, the musical. If you just watch the the musical. <laughs> Put an open one to start on. Yeah, it's the best episode of any TV show that I've ever oh seen. My, oh my god! It's high praise. The Nightman cometh. The Nightman. <laughs> I could do a podcast on that show. Oh, I could. Yeah, I can. You know, Tony's whole... going to hit you up to do a podcast on the show. Can I join? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> god. <laughs> Just reciting episodes that are not airing in Australia. Oh yes. <laughs> um. I want to talk a little bit more about Rondo, Charlotte, and Becky, um, especially while we've got Avery here <laughs> to talk about seeing the biggest story in pro wrestling, and it has been for months now, is a women's story. Yeah. I mean, that's always <laughs> that's always really, really, really awesome to that. Like, I mean, 
that you would never ever have guessed that the three women would be basically headlining. Well, I think they headline WrestleMania. Yeah, you would never have guessed. I'd give it like four years ago and say that, you know, if women would be headlining a WrestleMania, you, you would be think people will think you're insane i thought the start of this after last wrestlemania i thought the women would headline the next wrestlemania but i also thought they were just going to force it yes by trying to force a square peg into a round hole like we've got rousey she'll headline wrestlemania but now nothing else makes sense because of the story that the women are, are telling as well as just the heat charlotte's generating the heat that ronda's now generating and just the love for Becky. Oh, I'm worked. <laughs> I'm so worked. I'm watching this going, ah, screw Ronda, screw Charlotte. Like, oh, I'm so worked. I am worked so badly. <laughs> and as fans, we want to be. Yeah. Like, 100%. Like, I want to be surprised. I want to, every time I think I know where this story's going, I logically, they're going to do this. And I've, if you listen back to our show every week, I know where this story is going. And I'm fucking wrong. <laughs> <laughs> every week. And I love it. I love that I'm wrong and I love that I'm angry and I love that I'm work because I'm a fan. Yeah. And it shows what they can do when they put time and effort into a story. They can still do it. Um, they probably need to learn how to do it more in the mid-card, but I think competition's good and we're going to get a lot of good wrestling everywhere at the moment and in the next 12 months. So You've just seen how fast it's progressed, though. I mean, like, once people learn how to book women properly... Book them. We're going to take over. Book them everybody else. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, you don't need to have a crush on, on the muscular male wrestler to make a story. Yeah, it's crazy to, to think that way. But... <laughs> to, I mean, it can tell a story, but just the, the story of booking them exactly the same way you would book three of your biggest men, that's what, that works. I mean, who yeah. Would have thought? The, who would have <laughs> actually <laughs> thought? The fact that, yeah, the work. audience is like, I mean, it proves it. It just kind of proves it. it literally booked them like 10 well, people. And <laughs> There's a hunger for women's wrestling at the moment. And I think that the cross, like the glow shows have, have proven that there's a crossover crowd for women's wrestling that doesn't exist for men at the moment. So mm. to push women's wrestling is actually a really good business, a really smart business decision. And yes, yes, it is. Like, yeah, it's, yeah no other I mean, words to put it. It's, to it's, <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, people are excited to come to a show and see the women. Like, we're no longer the match just before the main event to calm everybody down. It's like, not the it's, break anymore. yeah, we're no longer a piss break. We're no longer tits over talent. We're there right. as wrestlers. It's surreal. <laughs> yeah, and often the match you're looking forward to on the card. And, because, as I said, the the next MCW show, the there's probably three main events, and one of them definitely is the, the you three girls, because we know that you're going to bring it and that you're hungry yeah. for the spot too. Yeah. Like, the storyline is that you're hungry for the spot, but we know that all three of you girls, although you you respect the hell out of each other, mm. you're legit hungry for the spot. Of course. Like I mean, I wouldn't be fighting for that spot so hard if I didn't respect the hell out of them, I guess. You wouldn't expect it. You have to fight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the other the other big thing at the moment in Australian wrestling is uh, I think we're going to have uh, Saturday week, we're going to have probably 2,000 wrestling fans at a show, at, at two different shows at the same time 
in Melbourne. So PCW are running a huge arena. They've sold 1,400 tickets. Yeah, last time I seen, they they released the promo with 1,300. No, that was one today with 14. Oh, it was 14 today. And then at the same time, the exact same time, you're going to have MCW. They'll have over 600 at Thornbury Theatre. Um, The fact that nobody's talking about this, I've heard people, they're perplexed about it. Um, I love that both companies can go head-to-head and the fan base is clearly there and hungry for both shows. Yeah, 2,000 people. I'm I'm blown away. There's not one international on either card. Yeah, that's even even bigger. Like, you know, PCW, they have their own, um, you know, you say the bubble. It's not like the indie darlings or whatever you want. But to sell 1,400 tickets for their first major... It's the most of it sold by a long way. And I mean, I, I was talking to people from MCW um, on the weekend and, and they're they're wrapped for PCW. They, they don't they said it's not a problem for us to go head to head. We've we are geographically removed from each other. We've both got our own rabid fan bases. There's probably seventy fans who'd love to go to both shows. Um, and I'm just full respect to both companies because they're kicking some major goals. Yeah, and we're benefiting as as uh, fans yeah. locally. So, and yeah, for workers good. like um, having lots of places to work, it's obviously important. Yeah, no, don't get me wrong. It's I mean, it's great to have more than one big company in Victoria. Yeah. And uh, obviously, there's also Underworld who are running who have sold more tickets already pre-sale to this Sunday's show than what they've had at their previous shows. So. Um, oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, there's there's a real appetite for wrestling in Victoria at the moment. Oh, nice. Um, anyway, so upcoming shows this weekend, and I'm sure I've missed plenty because I did a quick look and I'm pretty lazy. And I, <laughs> I know that World Series Wrestling had four shows and that sort of helped me. <laughs> I don't have to find me. But World Series Wrestling, um, where every match is somehow a main event, Uh, Thursday the 7th of March in Adelaide Friday the 8th and Saturday the 9th in Melbourne now you're uh, you're definitely going on Friday 100% I'm going on Friday night I've heard this before yeah I'll Uh, be there Friday um, if Lyle's there I'll I'll be there I've got my talk to Lyle and buy me alcohol Uh, actually don't want to drive Uh, Sunday uh, in Sydney and and Monday in Sydney, so uh, lots, of, lots of big names on that show. Yeah, hu- huge names. A lot of international guests as they like to bring out. So you know, there's still some tickets left. I think they, they released some new seats in the stadium they didn't know about. Well, you know, it's a good job of the bookers and the the promoters. So yeah, go out there. There's going to be great wrestling a- any of the nights you go. So yeah. Friday, March the 8th in Newcastle Pro Wrestling, you've got Hooses at Gateshead. It's a BYO show. BYO? I know. That's the dream, isn't it? Oh, that's dangerous. Maybe maybe a Melbourne (laughs) company should do that for us. I love a BYO show. I don't know if I'd get home. I'll drive you home. Offering offering lifts. (laughs) Uh, To the train station. I'm not going all the way to Geelong. You're halfway there. Halfway there. You're halfway there. He's in Werribee. Yeah. Hoppers oh. train station, I'll drop you off there. I wouldn't drop you the off at Werribee. The train doesn't stop at Hoppers <laughs> train station, does it? Oh, I have no idea. Oh, who knows? No. Shit, friend. I, Not driving out. I go, I go oh, to the back of uh, Windenbaum. 
put you on the oh, V line. Yeah, yeah. That'd be a bit nicer. Um, a spoiler, I'm not even like in Geelong. I'm like 40 minutes out of Geelong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Drive me home, damn it. That's what I get for not driving here. Country Victoria, we'll just call it. Yeah. You're on a farm, so. Uh, and but uh, fuck uh, no New way. Horizons uh, Slaughterhouse in Armadale in WA. And Underworld's on, as we mentioned earlier, in Elwood, if you want to see Avery in action. You're in a triple threat match. Yeah, I'm in a triple threat. And I keep forgetting how many points and stuff that I'm on, but hopefully Uh, I accumulate enough points to just get in the ring with Vixen again. (laughs) You're pretty persistent in chasing that title, aren't you? (laughs) I've got my eyes set on it, maybe. It's so pretty. pretty It's got like a dragon on it. Come on. (laughs) But uh, you're in the ring with Tali and Izzy Shaw, so that should be fun. That's going to be a lot of fun. Lots of fun. Also, Mad Dog, not Mad Dog, uh, he will be there, Mad Dog, uh, but Pitbull... He's defending his title against Slade Mercer with his lovely new helmet that he's got. Yeah. I think it looks better on him than it did... Um, the shock bastard. Yeah. And Andy Coyne <laughs> oh, from the other week. Everything looks better on Slade than it does on, on most people. He's a, he's a handsome man, Slade Mercer. Yeah, definitely is. And um, Vixen will be defending her title. It's not announced what she's doing yet, but... And Mark Williamson's bringing someone back from the dead, so that's going to be interesting. <laughs> It's Carlo. <laughs> <laughs> King Kong Bundy. It's just rude. There you go again. Uh, Poor thumb. I'm, I'm an arsehole. <laughs> Thanks for listening. We're finished. <laughs> Hopefully we'll be back next week. On uh, that note. If Tony lets us. Yeah. If you want to, if you've got an idea for a podcast, uh, hit us up. We can put you onto my podcast house and they can put you on the air. Um, we should do another one, but just include like drinking games. <laughs> a drinking games podcast? Yes. Midweek. That's yes. interesting. Or oh, you record? Oh, yes. Yes. All right. <laughs> Put that down with Gino's cigar idea. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not smoking cigars, but I can drink. You and brandy and cigar. You do it together and you just How drink How fancy the brandy. do you reckon we are? <laughs> <laughs> the only time I've ever drank brandy, and this is a shoot, is. Once my parents were away, and uh, that was the only alcohol in the cupboard, so we drank a bottle of brandy. Oh, that would have been fun. It wasn't that bad. I did that with my mum's old wedding whiskey when I was uh, for a New Year's party. Sorry, (laughs) mum. It's full of tea now. (laughs) Still doesn't know. (laughs) Uh, Thanks for coming in. We really do appreciate it. It was a lot of fun. That's okay. It was a lot of fun. Hopefully I was a little... PG. <laughs> people, people were worried that you were going to online that you were going to ruin your career today. I mean, I feel like people have thought that it would be many, many, many. <laughs> There's been <laughs> There's a plenty l- of time for There that. has been a lot of opportunities so far. I'm sure there'll be a lot more in the future for me to ruin my career. Don't worry, it'll happen one day. <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> now, do you want to get your social medias and everything out there so people oh, can send yeah, you pictures probably best, yeah, so of their oh, dogs and cats? Do the whole not, not, not. Yeah, follow me, Avery underscore TBP. Avery the Brat Pack. So, uh, That's what yeah. it stands for. <laughs> I get asked that a lot. <laughs> I'm like, it's too late to change it now. I didn't want to ask because I didn't want to sound it. stupid, but that really? makes sense. Yeah. I mean, yeah, no, I just don't know how to spell. It comes with the whole Charlie thing. <laughs> <laughs> Can you write musicals, though? Oh, fantastic ones. <laughs> Give me 10 minutes. <laughs> uh, thanks a lot. It's been a lot of fun. I think we've got a big guest next week. We're just not 100%. I can't announce it because we haven't. 
locked it in yet. It's me right? after more Mac is. It could <laughs> be. Just get bigger and bigger. <laughs> we we'll just, we'll just be like, we've got no one. Avery. <laughs> <laughs> Let's put that drinking idea to game to put. Yes, we'll do that podcast. <laughs> That'd be fun. Now, Tony will be here. You don't want to come in when he's here. Yeah. <laughs> fun police. Force him into a mask. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a lot. Uh, you've been listening to On the Turnbuckle. <laughs>